Welcome to the With Clarity and Purpose podcast with your host, Janet Borrego. Each week, I bring you an inspiring person or message to empower you to live life on your terms so you can be who you want to be, do what you are meant to do, and have the life you deserve to have. We will provide you with practical and cutting-edge approaches to continue getting clarity and direction on your path, mastering your mindset, and gaining confidence to tap into your inner wisdom so you can live on purpose. Welcome to another episode of With Clarity and Purpose, and it is time for another special guest. And believe me, this special guest is going to inspire you in many ways. We have with us Susana Merida. Susana, welcome. Hi. Hi, Janet. <laughs> hey, Thank Susana. you. I'm so excited to have her, y'all, because she has a story where she has defined her path even following unconventional ways. And let me tell you a little bit about her. She's a former pediatric dentist who fell in love with mindfulness, yoga, and wellness. She decided to pursue her purpose and passion. And now she's a full-time yoga instructor and NLP practitioner. Today, Susana is going to share with all of us her story. And we are going to talk about mindfulness and how we can use this tool to tune into our inner wisdom so we can live on purpose. Susana, how are you doing, my friend? I'm so excited to have you here. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, Janet. Thank you. First of all, I'm super honored that you invited me and you approached me for one of my yoga students. So that was more even blessful for me. My name is Susana Merida. I'm honored to be in your podcast as invited and humble provide my story. And I hope inspire all the people around us here. I'm come from Venezuela. I'm born in Venezuela. I born in Caracas, and then I went to Valencia. In my career, my parents, my mom, born in China. My grandma from Japan. My grandpa from Italy. From my dad's side, Spain. So my dad was Jewish. He passed away. So I have a little of everything of the world. <laughs> I love and it. I studied dentistry because my parents. They were a good example. So I chose that career and I love it and I enjoy it. So then I went to Puerto Rico and I did my residence in pediatric dentist and I love it too and had a great time. So, and then I went to Maryland and I worked in the University of Maryland in the fellowship program. Wow. I will teach residence students and undergraduate students. And we also will be in communities Southern Maryland and rural areas where they would need a bilingual pediatric dentist. I will say from my heart that those moments, those times, they were very hard. They were very rough, you know, as a mom, wife, two kids, Latin woman. Wow. So, but I, no regrets, no regrets. And I love it. Oh my God, Susana. Okay. I love your story because you have such a diverse background. And 
it is so interesting. I mean, how did it feel just growing up with like so many diversity in your family? I mean, Italy, Jewish. I mean, I imagine many religions, many locations, many backgrounds. How did that enable you to you were for you to be where you are right now? Just experiencing well, that diversity. Yeah. I think most of all, appreciate everywhere where you go. Yeah. You know, get connected with the roots. My table will be plenty of diverse foods. And, you know, always the table is where you gather together. So there will be Italian food, there will be dumplings, there will be ayacas from Venezuela, there will be arepas. So I think, first of all, it, it was in my roots that made me the person that I love to welcome everyone from everywhere. And I love to learn from other cultures. That's beautiful. But uh, I must say also that As you can see, I'm no Chinese, I'm no Asian, I'm no full Venezuelan. So as a young child and growing as a teen, it was kind of, you know, I wasn't feeling good enough on my body, in my skin, because I felt like I didn't belong. You know, it was mm. a little bit, a little of that. But as I growing and absorbing all that culture, I love it. I love it. And I married with a Venezuelan guy uh, for 30 years i'm being married now and have wow, two kids what a milestone. and his side family was from venezuela and spain so the islas canarias so that was the final amalgam because yeah, my yeah, dentistry yeah. so that all you know that all amalgam mixture that's what we are that's what i am yeah. oh my god that is beautiful And I love that you even brought up uh, that at the beginning, you, when you were a child, maybe you felt that you were not enough, that you didn't belong. Because honestly, Susana, that is something that I see with all females, right? I mean, including myself, I've definitely struggled in that area. And I know that we are going deep really quickly in this interview, <laughs> which is great, right? But How did you overcome that? How did you reprogram your mind to say, you know, I'm enough? And is this something you're still working through? Because I think everything is a lifelong process. <laughs> yes. When I was teen and when I was getting older, more bigger, I think I finally looked one day in my mirror and I said, okay, you are different and that's okay. Uh, and you don't have to fit in everyone's, in every, you know, category. But as I, you grow and then you go in the medical field and my residence was for the University of Puerto Rico, yeah, which is a very well-recognized university by the ADA and yeah, uh, yeah. my five stars. But it was kind of tough for me to be standing in my heels because I like to wear high heels and standing in my heels and say, hey, yes, different. I'm Latin. I'm a woman but I'm smart and intelligent and I do know my, what I'm doing. Yeah. I was shy, even that people don't believe it. I know she um, told me that and I'm like, no. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was very shy. And actually I go into the meditation and I go into the yoga and all this because for my own self growth, yeah. you know, because I, I used to go do presentations in Maryland, for example, Uh, we were in front of the um, health department, senators, the whole government stuff to show up and present what we were doing in the schools, what we were doing on the health department and the dental clinic. And I have an accent. 
Yeah, yeah, no? same here. I'm a Sofia Vergara accent, and who cares? <laughs> so, but I have to set my mind to say, okay, I speak two language. I wish I could speak more. And I think nobody was nothing against me. It was me here. Yeah, it was yeah, my own totally. insecurities, you know? Yes, yes. So, and I said, okay, Susana, if you go to a congress or a meeting or dental meeting or this a new product, you prepare, you learn, you study what you have to do with your emotions, with your in, with insecurities. So I took the path to start reading a great books. And I started to feeling a lot of, my body was sending signs as well that I wasn't paying attention. And... I was with my heart beating, I was anxious, and I was panic attack. But at that time, um, I love these platforms, and I love that we can connect because I'm older, you know? And I think there was a misconception that, that you, everything has to be high. And I think the beauty of my growth is I, we can pass it along to the people behind us. That's right. I especially women. Yeah, that's true. And that's why all this started all this journey. I love it, Susana, because one of the things that we connected over was the accent. I mean, for me, the accent was an insecurity for many years until I decided, you know, my accent makes me unique. People will for sure remember me after the meeting because I'm more exotic, right? So that is completely true. I started to embrace and reframe the meaning that I was giving to me having an accent. And I'm like, you know, this is my differentiator and this is how I'm going to show up into the world. And just embracing what makes you unique, which I love that you mentioned, that's something that we need to do more of. And I think it can be super helpful. Well, I, I'm super grateful that it's like the yoga. It's yeah. a little light that we spread out of the yes. darkness. Yes. So I think we're making this path for of people course. that, that's you know, and... One of the things when I do this all reinventing myself, when I, one day I say, okay, this is what I'm going to do now that we're going to go over that later, yes, of course, will. was that I'm the brand or my yoga practice is the product that I'm going to show. Okay. This is what, and the people ask me, you want to do it in Spanish? You want to do it all in English? And even my son, because I have a 26 year old son and he said, mom, you should do it in one language. And I said, do it in English. He suggests me to do it in English. And I said, yes, but I'm going to do it both because I, I want to be, we are bridge to connect. We are a bridge. That's true. We are a bridge. And that's what is Susan love. That is what is love. That is what is yoga is about. And yoga is not a religion. You can have your religion, whatever you this, you know, I born with Jewish, Catholic, everything. I think the point the world needs now reaches. Yeah, totally. Connection. You know, bring all together. And if we are strong and we are proud of ourselves, even with our accent, and we, there are people in Spanish that will see us and they will say, okay, maybe they're learning. And they see, okay, if she's doing it, I'm going to do it too. She inspired me. And there may be people that doesn't speak Spanish and they're willing to learn in Spanish and they're going to listen to us in some in things in Spanish. That's why you, I like to bring that up in both language. Oh my God. I love it. And you're completely right because I remember back in my corporate job, uh, seeing one of the plant managers of the refineries, he was French and he had this accent that was so thick. And I remember just looking at him, hearing him talk in a very 
you know, like high status within the corporation scene, man, thinking like if he did it, I can do it because it's just leading by example and creating more visibility for people like us. I love it, Susana. Yes. Tell us, so you were in the field of dentistry, which I love, you loved it, but you started to realize that your body was telling you something. Tell us about how you realized that it was time to rewrite your story and Mm -hmm. how did you define that yoga, mindfulness, and all those things were it for you? (laughs) Well, first of all, I love what I did. We will go to schools, we will do oral screenings, we will prepare everything to do very with OSHA regulations. Yeah. I was reviewing, I was the director of the center. So we will go see like 100 kids, 100 kids put fluoride, a screening, send them to the clinic. And I love that interaction and I love to serve. So, but you know, the position, I wasn't taking care of my body and listening my body. So I have multiple ER emergency for pain here. I couldn't move my arm. My neck couldn't move. I usually needed to drive two hours with traffic, snow with snow. My heart was beating and there's a lot of pressure. And I'm not saying that every dentist there or every person has to leave the job and switch and reinvent. What I'm saying is that please just pause, breathe and pay attention your body is sending signs, uh, but we are out. In my case, I speak from my map. I was going to the mode go that I, I didn't have time to say, Hey, you know, and I think I miss a lot of things because I was in the doing mode and I forgot to be in the present moment. So my body has heart beating very hard. I couldn't sleep at nighttime. I will even be very sensible, like I will cry or the, my hormones, I think, weren't the roller coaster. I think also I was in my 37s, my 40s, and that was all part of the also maybe my menopause was starting to say showing up. But yeah, the thing is that from now, nobody would talk about that. No Women yeah. would not say nothing about that yeah. unless you were very close friends and you were have the confidence to speak and ask some questions, especially not Latin. We are make these jokes, you know, about, but in reality is we were raised and I want to dismythify also this and I want to change. And that's what I'm super worried. Or like a, we can do makes all women support each other in a different way. It's like, I want to look better than her. I want to do, you know, it's everything. You know, like comparing. And I think at the end, we all struggle. We all women have all the days that we feel sad or they fail the days that we see in the mirror and we don't like our body. So one of the things that I think of is the beauty of my growth is like, I'm here to learn from older women and also to learn from the younger ones. And we are a circle of women. So when you laugh, I laugh. When you grow, I grow. When you heal, I'm healing too, you know? And then I just couldn't get up of my bed. That was my rock bottom. My rock bottom. I don't want anyone in the world to be to that path because it's sad. It's scary. I had to take medication. Um, I didn't even know what was happening. You know, it was, it was, and 
based on my knowledge, because I know the medications, I know uh, the, the physical body, the physiological, the biochemistry, I was scared. Like, uh, how can I show up at work saying, I'm taking this medication? Or you don't say it, because that's another thing. You, yeah. you keep it high. And you, yeah. and you just put that shield that I was so good at. With that smile, just like everything is all right. <laughs> I'm good. How good? Fine. And everything inside was crushed. And, and I was, and I think that that word that fake it until you make it, it hurts your body. Mm. It really hurts your body. Totally, totally. So I say, okay, I need to keep working. I'm going to take the medication. I took half, I took to my doctor and I started this to bring all, okay, what can I do extra to help this? I'm not going to take, I'm not thinking that I'm going to take this medication forever. I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to take it even that I, uh, my body doesn't feel good and I'm, I'm scared and all those things that comes in, like I call the la, la lora loca, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the blah, blah, blah. And what is out there? that I can learn with. So that's what I started. Uh, and also I did cycling. I did kickboxing. I did spinning classes. You name it. And it was good. You know, I'm not saying, but when I found my mindfulness and my yoga practice was the part that I said, okay, this is what I need. This is what my body was saying. Craving. Susana, yeah. Susana, craving. Yes. I love and it. And it was funny because I had a friend that she's been, she's from Puerto Rico. She's been my, we, we're not dentists. She's from the health department. We made by universe casualty, universe attraction law, you know. And <laughs> she went with me along when I had to take the medication. And I felt I was scared because I knew, you know, the vertigo, all the things, all the sensations, the claustrophobic, because I, I suffer from a panic attack, anxiety. And I think I was close to depression, but I, I took action right on time, you know? And she said, I love what I do. I love my children. I love the work that I do with, I love to see my kids. And when you work for the government or for teacher or for, it's not the same like a private practice. And I was fine with that. You know, I, I, I love what I have a chance with, because Maryland is one of the states that have a limited license. So since I was graduated from University of Carabobo, Venezuela, yes. yes, and I did my residence at Puerto Rico, they have this special limit license that you can work in healthcare facilities or federal qualified health centers. So I said, this is what I need in my life. I was happy, but there was something, Janet, uh, like I didn't know what it was yeah. 11 years ago. And I said to my friend, I'm happy. I love my family. I have a grateful life. I have, I'm grateful for what I have. But I don't see myself that I'm going to be forever as a pediatric dentist. I don't know now what it's going to be. I don't know what it is. I'm just telling you that there's something in my body that I don't think this is going to be spending for the rest of my life just doing this. Yes. I think there's something else for me. And I didn't know. And I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So then when we moved to Texas, I tried, that was another bottom part for me. That was the ideation for me to, okay, I need to reinvent myself. I took the exam to have the boards and all the exams to have a private practice and work here in Texas. And I took it three times and I didn't pass. 
every time I didn't pass and pass one part and then I did I had to retake and those labels is a long that's another episode that we yeah, have to talk about. You need to come back <laughs> um, to tell us. <laughs> yeah. That's another episode for dentists pursuing to be working in USA. Anyway, I got my depression back again. I got my anxiety back again. And I don't want to feel that way. And I that's what I said, okay, because one of the things that I learned also, Janet, as a young kid, we have this chip in our minds that mm-hmm. we come from generations, those limited belief or those all belief that, yeah, we, and that we are everything. and expectations. And I thought that you know, if I wasn't pediatric dentist, there was no Susana. There was no yeah, me. Yeah. You didn't and, make it. You were not good enough. You, yeah. And, all of that. Yes. And I think as a lesson that I can share that I learned these past six years, that's been my whole full peak of my growth, my, you know, you don't value because your career, your status or your marriage, or, mm-hmm. or you value because you love yourself because exactly. you believe that what you are. Everything starts and, from within. That's it. Yes. So I went to therapy and that's okay to say it because yeah. that's another thing. And I love Vene Brown. When you show up in the arena and when you be vulnerable in the arena, then you can speak and receive advice from other person who's being in the ring. Exactly. But the person that hasn't been in that path don't know anything about what is this body feel. So being vulnerable, I have to sit in my knees and say, okay, God, okay, universe, what it is. Show me a sign. Tell me what you want, the why. Yeah. What is the why of this? And the universe put me one person and then another and then another. And I met my coach and PNL that like I did the certification with her, yeah, with yeah, Elena yeah, Reese. Yeah. And I started therapy with her and I went to my therapy with psychological and I did my own. And it's shocking because when they ask you, what is what you want? What is what Susanna wants? And I you have, have never no. asked yourself that question. You have always followed the path that you were given. And suddenly you are shocked with that question and you're like, Wow. Yeah. And that's when I yeah. look back and I was so focused on the doing and the success yes. because we saw that to be successful is that when you got this type of job or this type of house or this type of life and that's all around. Everything yeah. comes from the inside. Exactly. We forget to be because we are focused on doing, but you don't even... Of course. Yeah. We have to have goals. We have to yeah. have or focus yeah. on your center. But I think for me that I was depressed and I felt like I, I have no value when I didn't pursue what I'm supposed to be doing my whole life. And I changed and I feel the most happy person in the world now that we can <laughs> talk about that now is that, okay, what is what Susana wants? Susana wants to be happy. Oh, Susana wants to be... Key. I love that's, it. That's if everything. you believe your God, your universe, your Buddha... We win created to be happy. That's it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love that because even with my coaching clients, the first thing, even before setting goals, the first question they answer is, who do they want to be? And then we focus on doing, and then we focus on having. So be, do, have. And I love that you let being happy be that direction because that is it. That is everything. And when you're happy and when you're happy with yourself, of course, you have to work. And you have yes, to yes. first recognize, okay, what is what I need to do? 
Yeah. Okay, what is what I'm doing that is not working? At first, acknowledge, then take action, and then be- becomes a transformation, and then exactly. go exploring. Exactly. And that's where everything evolves. And that's what I'm, what I'm here for. So I wish younger generation can hear and learn that we get so expecting the right moment to feel good or expecting the right time we're expecting when everything is settled perfect. in the yeah. what we suppose. So there's no more perfect in my life. There's no more you. perfect. But I love it, Susana, because you're right. I think a lot of people are waiting for the perfect moment to come. And perfection is a type of procrastination because perfection will never come. So you keep waiting and being unhappy and being unfulfilled and just waiting. And there are so many things that you said that really spoke to me. And also, thank you for your vulnerability because you are an open book. And I think our listeners are going to resonate with you so much and just appreciate you showing up as Susana, as as imperfect Susana, like we all are imperfectly perfect. (laughs) Yes. And I think that's the thing that if we don't talk about it, everybody's going to be high. And Mm. I think I promise myself once I choose this new path of me to keep serving, you know? And one of the things is if I can inspire another woman, another teenager or another woman, like, let's uh, be gentle with yourself. Passion. Be compassionate with yourself. Yeah. Have yeah. a compassion with yourself and give yourself time. But also don't make the excuse to stay that in that zone because sometimes we need to be, this is a yoga phrase that I use quote all the time, find comfortable on the discomfortable. Yes, totally. You know, because we are so accustomed to be in the comfort zone and we don't want to get out of there because it's comfort and it's good. And if it's working, you're never going to take the lead to say, okay, this is it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. be brave, be brave. You and, be brave. And take the courage. And <laughs> But also look for the people that inspire you. Yeah, look for the, the connections. Big. Like I, because now I don't have the words envy. It's just admire, you know, because we were so with this all belief, like envy, competition, comparison. No, no. Let's put all those all beliefs aside and let's find a way. Okay. I don't feel good right now with my body or I don't feel I'm sleeping good. I want to lose weight. I want to change to work. Oh, she's doing it. Oh, he's doing it. Okay, let me try to reach him. Let me try to learn from what he's doing instead of say, oh, then she's doing. No, you know, we are mirrors to each other. Exactly. So That's something true. that is bothering you over there is because there's something that you want to look from that. that it, it, yes, it, you are totally. It, Perception you know? is projection from the inside. So whatever we perceive outside is actually coming from the interpretation that we have inside of that situation, of that person. So I love that. Oh my God. And I love the abundance mindset. You know, like there is a peace for everyone. So why are we competing with each other? Like there is just one peace for everyone. There is so much to go around. I love that. And something, Susana, that I loved about your experience is that you experimented to gain clarity. Like you tried spinning, you tried like different modalities of wellness and physical health And you didn't stop. You kept going with hope that you were going to find the thing. And I'm saying this because sometimes people try one new thing and they don't feel inspired. And they're like, well, it wasn't meant to be. 
But here's the thing. You got to experiment and pivot as you go along the way until you find the right thing. And I love that you did that for yourself. That's because you have to first, like I said, acknowledge that you are not happy or you want to lose weight or you're feeling. And then you have to be compromised with that. Yeah. Like you make your commitment. You have to be in commitment with yourself. So many times we are committed with work, with family, with appointments. But when it's time to take care of ourselves, we make excuses. So once you are, like I said, I'm faithful for what I believe. One of the good things of my programming neurolinguistic work certification in my therapy six months before is that you write your values down. Exactly. And, I love and that. And I tell everyone <laughs> that, I, okay, don't, you don't have to write 10 values. Buy, write down five at least. Yeah, yeah, five. yeah. That's it. And I can share mine. I can yeah. share mine. My peace is non-negotiable. That's one of my values. My family is non-negotiable. That's one of my values. I'm committed with myself. That's non-negotiable. That's one of my values. I'm honest. That's not negotiable. That one. So and then you add it on and on and on and on. And when a situation comes, you breathe, you pause, you reset your mind, and you say, what are my values? This go along with my values? Exactly. If it doesn't go, I don't betray myself. I say, no, thank you. Yeah. Without guilty. Because if I say yes, and it's something that doesn't go along with my values, I'm betraying myself. You are. And you are creating resentment against yourself. Yeah, totally. I love values too, because it's such a simple exercise, but it's a framework for any decision making. It's a framework for any step. And I always say that with your values, you can define what is a distraction versus an aligned action, which is the same thing you were saying. I love it. Now, Susana, I'm sure there are people listening and they're like, oh my God, everything you are saying is resonating with me, Susana, but I don't have time to tune into myself. I don't have time for me. What would you say to that person based on your experience? First of all, you have to be committed with yourself. Yes. You know, that's number one. Like we take time, you set up time, forgive others. Like you have time for go with your friend and have a glass of wine. Or you have time to take your kids to the nursery and come back. But sometimes, like I said, always like we forgot about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So if you're, I would say, I love to sleep, right? But start meditating. So if you have to work, be at work and get up at seven, set up the appointment, the alarm to get up a little earlier. That's and you don't have to be there. sitting this meditating. No, just get out of your bed, close your eyes. Close your feet instead of get up, put your feet on the earth, pause, close your eyes, one hand in your chest, one hand in your belly, or just two on your chest and say, gratitude. Start with gratitude, right? Okay, thank you, your Lord or God, or thank you, universe. Just be thankful. That's a, just set the energy and the attitude, how do you want to start the day? And then you can add some more minutes. And also, what I found very frequently, people, I cannot meditate. I cannot stay still. And a lot and of people haven't even tried it. And they're like, no, I cannot do that. At least Because try it. that's <laughs> when the PNL, and I do it in my classes, is when you have to change the chip. Like a new iPhone, a new yeah, Samsung phone. An update. An update. Like a computer. You need to reshape all those old beliefs. 
and also give yourself the chance and the opportunity to try new experience and new things. We are so in this corner and with judgment and prejudge, and we don't look like, okay, let me try it. And that's just give yourself the chance to feel it and try before saying, no, I'm not good at that. No, I can never do that. Just give yourself the opportunity and try it. If it doesn't feel good and you feel like it's not working, okay, but it's not just one day. It's not just, you know, you have to be consistency in your meditation. I love to go in nature. When I feel in imbalance, I just pull my bare foot, go outside, put my feet on the grass or even in the feet and just feel the sun out there and just, you don't have to be standing, you know, just two minutes, breathe, feel your chest rise, and then feel this a royal research that said that all the barefoot receive all the energy, the ions, yeah. from the, and it goes all the way yeah. in your body. And create your mantra. Today is a good day to be a good day. Oh, I'm strong. I'm healthy. I'm at peace. Just and the word I am, just say it. Yeah, it it's is the most powerful. powerful word that comes from the inside. Yeah. But I think what I receive mostly because people that know me from a long time and see I've been seeing my old transformation because I called it the pandemic was my transformation year at <laughs> all, is because you always make the excuse. You don't find the time. We give time to everyone. Everyone. We give And we are so hard on ourselves. So what I said sometimes in my classes, I said, close your eyes, take a big inhale, reach your hands up, and then hug yourself tight as you can. Close your eyes and just say something beautiful to yourself today. And say something right now, beautiful. Talk to yourself the way you talk to someone you love. Oh, I like that. That is so true. And that's because we take time to give, to tell your daughter, your family, your even your pet, my lovely and but with ourselves and fat I'm old I'm not good enough and blah 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 and say stop it stop it for five minutes five seconds just breathe connect with your breath smile the moment you smile yeah. you releasing hormones of happiness and joy I was and telling then, a client that because even if it's not a genuine smile when your body changes your mind starts changing everything is interrelated So I'm so happy you mentioned that. Just even smile in the mornings, even if you're not feeling like it, your mindset is going to change like this. Uh, As you know, as a P&L, we have kinesthetic, we have visual, we are uh, hearing. I'm very visual myself. I like music, I'm kinesthetic, but I'm very visual. And I don't want to become the obsessive perfectionist because perfection is out of my league. But (laughs) when you organize, your space when you everything is in order you know like uh, I like to have fresh flowers for example if you feel I always suggest to my friends and you know for me it works I feel sad or I'm knowing the energy level I know what are the things to reach in my body to put my level of energy up mm-hmm. go about mm-hmm. some flowers fresh flowers in your home a little light candle a little incense and you can clean well, not obsessive, like, a, you know, but like sometimes we have so many stuff exactly. that we don't need. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when you look around your space, 
visually is all in harmony. Yeah. And that's nurtures. And that's simple to make you feel good in one day. And you don't go to be out and shop and spend a lot of money or be miserable or out. You know, you have the power to change the mindset when you get up in the morning every day. That's I something that I learned. That. You and know? it's so important. You to, choose. Yeah, exactly. And it's so important to start your day in control because that defines the tone for the rest of the hours. Sometimes people wake up and they're like all over the place, a meeting, the, this, the next thing, just focusing on the external rather than their inside, rather than tuning in within themselves. So I love that. Susana, let's talk about mindfulness because mindfulness is so related to everything we have been talking about. Now, a lot of people know about mindfulness, but some people listening may be like, I've heard it, but I don't know what that means specifically. How would you define mindfulness for those listening? Well, mindfulness for me is when you are connected, fully present with your body, mind, and spirit. When you gain to just be here now in the present moment, you know, you're not thinking what you're going to do in five minutes later or an hour later. You know, thinking what happened in the past. You just be here now. That's for me mindfulness. And also adding to all this is a way to live because you want to live in peace. Mm -hmm. Your body wants, we will want to be happy and peaceful lives. Humans are the ones who complicate it. So if you see children and if you see pets, they are in the fully present moment. Those are my pictures. Those are my pictures. You know, you see a kid that is crying one moment and then you hug him and he forgot everything and he's happy again. He's there. (laughs) You see a pet and he's playing and playing like my dog, for example, Maya, and she started linking and she started eating and and she started, and she's there. Oh, she just want to be hugged. She's fully present. So every time your mind goes away or goes back, I invite you to go back to your center and just there are mudras that you can just place for fingertips or palm to palm or fingertips or infinite and just close your eyes. And I've said always this, when you are at work or you are on a phone call or you are in the meeting or you are in a text, you don't have to respond immediately. Yoga in mindfulness will teach you that you can control your energy and you just need to pause, breathe, and you're not going to be from here to here directly. You're going to just take the moment and the time to respond. So that's one of the beauty of mindfulness because you are so in the present moment that you stop and you say, okay, do I have to do this now? Do I have to respond this now? Is this going to hurt? It's going to have consequences. So the whole shift of your awareness change. And then suddenly you, it's like a, you started a little 10 minutes, you know, meditation, or you can walk and have mindfulness meditation because you are full, you know, you Present. can peel yeah. off a fruit and you can have mindfulness meditation. You can eat and have a mindfulness meditation. It's not just sitting here like this. This is supposed to be in the monk Asia, but there are so many different ways. And then you add it and you add it more in your life. It becomes part of you. I it love, becomes part I of love you. That. And I think mindfulness helps 
so much, just overcome people pleasing, overcommitting, avoiding boundaries, because you start tuning into what's best for you in the moment. And just your start, body speaks to you. Your body speaks to you. Like it was speaking to you and you're like, no, 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 I can more. I can tolerate more until one day you are like, I can't anymore. So like you say about the people pleasing, we are so trained that if we do more, it's better. Exactly. Or if we say yes to everybody and everything, it's better because maybe they're not going to think that I can do it or what is, you know, all the things that comes back in your, and, but when you are consciously living in the present and you work and you reset your mind with PNL, of course, because that's a lot of work and you can say no without guilty and you don't have to do multitasking. I think one of my things on my generation that was multitasking was, yeah, action, you know. And as I'm learning from my experience, when you focus your energy, there you go. Instead of doing so many things, focus your energy in one thing and then you're yeah. going to obtain more results. I love everything you said. And it's totally to meditation is a type of reprogramming of your mind for you to be more conscious because a lot of things are unconscious, right? As we have learned in NLP, behavior, change, learning, the patterns, the habits we run, all of those are unconscious. And whenever we react to things, that's based on our unconscious programming. We haven't even stepped back to reflect on is this going to help me? Does this align with my values? So the practice of mindfulness and meditation is, like you said, getting more into your body and mind to make change conscious rather than just running in autopilot all the time. <laughs> yes. Another thing that I noticed in younger generation, and I wish we can be, you know, there will be more awareness. The time when you're sleeping, oh we, my need God, sleep. we need to rest. We need to rest. And, and if you know that you're not sleeping, your body just needs to sleep six hours. Maybe your body just needs, but it's being recognized that you, your brain needs to rest. Mm -hmm. So because that's linked with all mental health, bipolar disorders, depression, panic attacks, all the mental anxiety, the body needs, the brain needs to rest. So if you know that you need to rest because now suppose you are be working and you're taking care of your body. You are on the medication or you're already out of the medication, but your complaint is, I cannot sleep at nighttime. I would suggest part of the mindfulness to take the routine. As you have your morning routine, have your nighttime routine. Two hours from getting bed, be away off of the devices, have a light dinner, less sugar, more fresh salad or lentils, something that is good with your body. And I love oils, lavender, spray lavender oil in your pillow, have a bubble bath or fresh shower that you are preparing for a time. It's like grooming yourself. It's like for me, it's like the same as your ritual to love yourself. That's part of love yourself. And that's mindfulness too. Okay, if I want to go to bed to 10 because I need to get up earlier to be at work time and I want to do my five minutes meditation, let me prepare ahead. And if you more you do it, the more you practice, it becomes part of your routine and it feels good. And when something doesn't go that because also the control, we have to let it go. 
Sometimes mm-hmm. we need to just flow, you know? Maybe one day you don't get out the time, but you know that at least you are in the car. And then instead of listen, because mindfulness is also what you hear, who you are with, with the people, that, that what you eat. Like get up in the morning instead of watching the news. Of course, you can want to watch the weather, if you want to drive, how's the traffic. But immediately try to shift for something that little quote, a little meditation. There are so many options out there that you, instead of being stuck in the traffic and, and being, no, breathe and listen something, a podcast, for example. I love yeah, podcasts from Erika de la Vega, Goop. I love also Trava. It's another podcast that I, re- oh, I need uh, to listen a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he brings people from all over, uh, especially Latin, but I like to listen in, in English too. Ofra, this is another guy that, that is for men because I have two boys. So I like to teach my kids, my boys, my men to recognize that they can cry. That's another thing that I love about yoga. Yoga has taught me to be welcome to inclusion. You know, it's not yeah. just women, men separate. No, we all as a unit, you know, like listen something that sometimes you need to cry. Okay, cry. Because we put labels. Yeah, we men do. don't cry. Men, so try to listen something that you will fulfill your soul. So when you get to your work setup or when you have to deal with a situation, you have the, the tools. You already have uh, tons of things that you can choose before react and say, okay, can I make a solution on this now? Okay, can I have you respond to this now? Or maybe something doesn't go the way we want it because we are so accustomed to the control exactly. that we want things in a way mm-hmm. and if something doesn't happen that way, it's because the universe was reactioning to you the way it's supposed to be. Exactly. You know? And that is true because even consistency, like I think, I don't know, 90% of people achieve with consistency. But I think part of that is like expecting perfection. Even when bringing a practice like meditation or mindfulness, your practice is not going to be the same every single day. If you want to meditate 10 minutes, but tomorrow something happens, then meditate two instead of 10. I think consistency and showing up is so much better than be having the expectation of a linear path and just being perfect every single way. Just even driving, like you said, we drive at least once a day, right? So even driving, you can practice a mindfulness. It doesn't have to be the same. It doesn't have to be perfect. <laughs> just yes. practicing. Like if you have a dog, walk your dog. If yeah, you walk your, your dog, you watch one of meditation that I practice a lot. You walk your dog and you watch your steps, inhaling one step forward, exhale the other leg. Oh. And then you are present in that moment. When you watch your dog, you inhaling, exhaling, and then you look at the flowers and then you look at tree and then you see the sky and then you are full in the present moment. Yeah. At the same time, you can hear some music if you want to, you know, have, because you need to have your phone. It's okay. Like I said, there's not for such a thing that has to be a perfect way to be exactly. mindfulness. Yeah. Because that's the thing that you mentioned that I, I, I stood. Like if we were expecting the perfectionist, and that's where I say always be gentle with yourself. Do what you best can do that's and just it. keep trying, exactly. you know? And one day yeah. it's going to be your class will be like we start doing yoga. They start with gentle yoga. 
And one day your body will move in that way. And one day your body is going to move differently. And it's okay because there's nothing wrong or bad. It's just be in the moment, be in the present. I love it. And one of the things we have talked about before is that mindfulness is a great tool to tune into your own input and start trusting your God and understanding yourself and listening at your body. How did that help you in your journey of finding your purpose and finding what really fired you up? How did that help you? And what do you need to learn in order to get there too? <laughs> well, first of all, we have to unlearn. That's the a first lot. thing because <laughs> a lot. And I think every day we learn new things, but you have to be open to unlearn and learn new things. Mm -hmm. And that's when you remove all your baggage, you remove all your titles, you remove all your insecurities, you remove all your judgment, all belief, all, you know, all this internal talk that we have with ourselves. You have to put it aside and say, okay, today is a new day. I'm going to start like a new day and give you, okay, universal, show me what is my path. I'm ready. I'm here. Okay. And, and also, in my case specifically, the shame. Remove the shame because what are people going to think? What yes. are they going to say? Oh, Even God. family or colleagues that will see me, oh, she's not practicing. Oh, she's doing this. I don't care because I'm committed with my values and I'm happy. Exactly. And that's what I came to this earth, to be happy. And once you're happy and you feel full connected with your gut, with your heart, this is our four brains. We always hear, always hear. No, it's here. The if heart. your heart says, yes, go for it, then, yeah, the guts, but it's, it's here. You know when something feels good here. You know, right away. And you know, as a yoga teacher, I observe bodies. When people is hurt or people is not sure or people, what we do usually, you see people walking, you, you start observing yeah. people. They go like this. You hunch. Yeah. But once you know your roots, you are in a line with your root chakra and you feel where you are. You feel it right here. Roll your shoulders back and you said, this is it. I feel it right here. You know? <laughs> you show up <laughs> empowered and ready to go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> in my case, personally, I have to be so thankful because my best friend, my best, my partner, my husband always, always was alongside with me in this journey. It's not easy. Not everybody has that blessed that I, and I, I hope and I wish that everybody out there can find the person that is going to say, okay, this is what you want. Go for it. He always by my side, but specifically in this one, it was a big change. You know, it was a big change. Yeah. It was a big change. Even for my kids, my kids were young men now, you know, but I told him, like I said, like, uh, this is what my heart feels like I'm in the right path. Because when you do all this reinvention, when you try to figure out what I'm going to do with my life or what is, I'm not good at this and all those self-doubt that we have, you have to say, okay, what was it that I like to do when I was a kid? Because oh my when God. we were kids, yes. we were the most happy person in the world. Even if the environment doesn't help, I can guarantee you have a stock in the back of your brain Unconsciously, you have all the experience in the environment, but there was, you always go with that moment, a song will transport you there or a smell or food 
those all the connections in the body that will say, when I was doing this, I felt the most happy in the world. And that's what I put my dots and my puzzle start to bring all together. And okay, I have another talent. <laughs> yes, you do. I have another talent and I can embrace it. And it's okay that I remove my scrubs. I remove your and old identity. My, and, and I embrace that and I use it and I combine it because I, I'm not saying that I'm going to push aside that part of me. I love it. And I'm very proud of it. And it gives me the little condiments, little ingredients for the yoga because there are many yoga teachers out there and there are plenty of options that you can go YouTube, teachers here in Houston, but everyone is unique and everyone is different. And I'm, as a yoga teacher, this is Susana. This is what I offer you. I have my knowledge in medical field. I have my knowledge in programming linguistics. I have my passion. I have my knowledge in bar because I also certify in bar teacher. And I do the wall, which is for injuries. So I start adding because it was new me. Yeah. You know? and, and I said, okay, when I used to be in this side, because you compare, you put two Susanna and then I melted all in one, right? Okay. I used to go to trainings. I used to study. I have to go to be better. But now in the sense that before I wanted to prove in this space, I feel so safe because I prepare myself, I go to workshops, I keep studying, but I don't need to prove anything. Exactly. You know, I love it. And I think the practice of gratitude, which it seems like you have a consistent gratitude practice, I feel that also makes you feel whole instead of lacking something or instead of being scarce of something, it makes you feel like you have it all already because it's true. All the resources you need to succeed are within you already. That's what but I'm there's saying. A key, there's a key word that I learned in my, when I started to teaching, I was insecure as a yoga teacher yeah. because I was new there. And, and in the beginning, I didn't want to put me, threw me to the field because I said, no, I'm not ready. You're never going to be ready. You're never, never. going to be ready. You have to go for it. And I have to be very thankful as well for my yoga teachers, my yogi, yogi students. I learned from my yogi students. I learned from my yoga teachers. And when I did my trainings, she would push me. It's Kristen. That studio already closed, but I used to work there. If you don't, she will challenge me. Hey, did you want to go and teach this class? And I was like, oh, and I said, okay, yes. Okay, I was shaking, but I said, no, I got this. And the more you practice, like everything, consistency, it becomes part of you. So I'm very thankful of my yogi students. Each one of them has something that make me be a better yoga teacher. But not just as a yoga teacher, as a human, you know, as yes. a person. And I'm super thankful of that. Like, uh, of course, you want to have an income and you want to have a studio. Right now, I'm having fun. I have my income. I'm learning. But what I, my talent, my other talent that I was mentioned, I can keep serving. Exactly. I can keep helping. That's, That's what's important at the end of the day. And you see a person that comes with a back pain and I give some tools, some modifications, some breathing because the power of the breath. Yeah. You know, the pandemic 
has talked so much about our body, taking care of our body. We took for granted the simple physiological human thing that is take a big inhale, breathe, <laughs> exhale. The most basic thing, but it's life, life. People sometimes don't know how to breathe. I have tons of students that comes to me like this and they cannot just hold the breath and they start learning and they're learning. It's a baby, baby growth, baby steps. I so I said, be patient with your body, be patient with yourself, be, be gentle. Doing. That's, that's so nice. And Susana, as we start concluding, what if mm-hmm. someone is out there, one of our listeners and she or he, they have this inner voice like you had during your journey that is telling them there is something more. Maybe this is not it. What would you recommend to them? Maybe a practice or maybe whatever it is. What would you recommend that they do to start tuning into that and start redefining their direction? Okay, first of all, I want to say that your job, your age, your nationality, your status doesn't define you. Oh, that's powerful. Okay, once you know that, you believe it. Because one thing you have to believe it, like what you are. And then you go back and start, take a piece of paper and write down the things that you love and make you happy. You know, I love to share with my friends. When my friends have like this little, I know how to cook. Or I love to help people to organize their houses. Or I love to help people to get ready for, I don't know, fine. But not in the sense of just making the money because that's another misconception with if you focus only on the money that's which is yeah we need the money with that abundance is energy because money is energy but i think if you focus what makes you happy fulfills you inside and then you see maybe you love your job maybe you love what you are doing but you still think that you have something extra to provide exactly. or maybe you're young and you say okay I can be doing this but I would like to have in my I will say because 40s then you 50 I'm in the 50s so we are new you know it's, it's different when I'm in my 50s I would like to have my own business for example so I start getting ready to prepare for that and but first go when you were young when you go back go back there and write down Okay, this will make me happy. I love to see, I'm very musical. I love to see people feel good, you know? So if you like to help people to feel good, okay, so I like to eat healthy. Okay, I can cook. I can be home nutritionist. You know, there are so many ways and you don't have to change it from day. Tomorrow, I say bye to everyone. No, prepare yourself. Yeah. And another thing is, Learn how to communicate better because with sometimes, yourself and others too. <laughs> yeah, because, yes, because sometimes we want people to read our minds or assume what we want. But if you don't share it with your partner or with your friend, or maybe you have a friend that she's very good cooking and you are very good decorating, that's a good match. A partnership. So you can <laughs> a partnership, right? And alliance. Alliance always are good, and but sometimes you have to go by your own. You can grow with someone along the way, and then each one can take different directions, but it's okay because you take it, okay, she has something that I don't have. I learn from her, I learn from him, 
okay, now I'm ready. I'm going to go this path. That's so, beautiful. But look for something. What is your intention? Yes, that's key. You want to serve. You yeah. want to serve. You want to make people happy. You want to make people healthy. In my case, I want to bring the wellness of aging. I would love to, everyone would do yoga and meditation because once you're in the yoga, everything is aligned. This Ayurveda yoga, this meditation, this pranayama, and you start to see your life is a way to live your life. I don't know if I mentioned, I've been six years meatless free. I know. And, yeah, you mentioned it to me, but not in the podcast. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, and I'm not saying that everyone has to choose that path, but I want to do, you can do it one day in a week. And that is true. Because once you are in the, all these changes, then you said, okay, how can I be a, a good provider or a good, in, you know, a, to provide a little seeds that I can plant to be a better world, you know? So do you want to create a business about environment? Okay, so that's a good way. So start reaching people, make connections. I think Instagram, I love Instagram. And I was the person that I wasn't private. I didn't go out until it was funny because it was a joke. <laughs> like, uh, she's my friend, Susan. And I said, yes, I went out on, on Instagram. And oh, is she lesbian? She's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> that you know? is funny. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, because I say like, yeah. pretty just, you know, I'm super welcome to everyone. Your minds are, are open and everything. We respect everyone. Yeah. That's so, so uh, nice. One of yeah. the misconceptions, I was in private in my Instagram. Mm -hmm. So when my friend invited me to start doing live classes during the pandemic to a group of women, each size, one in Dallas, one in... And I wasn't. And I thought, okay, oh, I'm going to be public. Oh my God. No, I have more things to be grateful that I'm being out there showing up and connecting with people. I have great friends that I met through Instagram, like you, and I have another friend in Miami. And then you start learning. And that's a good way to start. Also, I will say you have to read good books. Oh my God. I love books. They are the best mentors ever. Invest in yourself. If you want to go for a different path in your life and you want to have your, okay, start doing little workshops, invest in a coaching, invest in yourself. There's always the excuse. I don't have the money. Okay, so you don't have the money now, but make the arrangements. How can you get there? Repair. Like, I love you know? it. I love yes. it. Yes. And I will say like, instead of, Okay, make the numbers instead of buying everyday Starbucks. Yeah, that makes up put a lot. that money aside yeah. and invest in something that you for your business to grow. Invest in yourself. So true. It's about resourcefulness, and people can figure out whenever they put that as a high priority on their list every time. But I will say one thing: if your body, if you have your gut, and something is telling you now that you're not happy where you are, or you want to do your business or do something, don't wait. Don't wait. Just trust it and start doing something, my friends. That was so beautiful, Susana. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so inspired. I'm like energized to continue with my day after this podcast. Now, I finalized, and I didn't tell you this, surprise. Mm -hmm. I finalized the podcast with what I call rapid fire questions. Meaning okay. that I'm going to ask you questions and you reply quickly the first thing that comes to mind, okay? We're okay, going to have a little bit of okay. fun here. Are you ready? Okay. 
Okay, yes. <laughs> What's your favorite? Oh, I have many, but I would say my favorite book, The Four Agreements. Oh my it's God, that's quick, mine too. It's a quick, oh, easy, it. it's a great That's book. mine too. I have many, I have many. I'm a super nerd. I'm, <laughs> I love to read. Too. I can read five, but I would recommend if you have the time, it's a not too long book, yeah. The Four Agreements. That's my fave too. Okay, describe yourself in one word. One word to describe Susana. Creative and magical. Oh, I like it. Overachiever. She's like, I'm going to give you two. <laughs> what are you the most proud of? I'm the most proud of myself. Oh, that's beautiful. How far i come. I have to go a long path to be sitting here and really believe that I have something to share. It makes me like... Maybe, I got like, chills. I got chills. You know, too. like, yeah, because it's easier for you to always be high or say no later and and no stood up for what you believe that is true so wow. i'm very proud of myself always thankful that i have a good assistant support around me right my family my husband thankful like a hundred times my kids my family i'm very thankful that i stick with the plan that i said one day and i'm still in my path oh my god that's beautiful what a great example What's your favorite part of being a yoga teacher? My favorite part of yoga teacher is seeing everyone's transformation. It's not just physically, mentally and emotionally. Sometimes they don't know it. They don't realize it. And I have to come and just say, it. hey, it's been a month that you're coming here and I see you, you're glowing. You know, it's something that is an energy like, you know, it's, it's just overwhelming. You know, that's the, uh, when I see a person that can sleep better, can feel better, can speak better, can see and be better. And that's what keeps you going. That's beautiful. What's yeah. the best piece of advice someone has given to you? I would say my dearest Elena Riz, you should interview her. her. She's amazing. Elena taught me to be faithful and loyal to my words and my values to believe in myself. And always I have the option to choose. Ah. You always have options to choose. I love that. What an amazing way to conclude this podcast interview. I'm so inspired, impressed, and I'm so proud of your journey. And honestly, you are just the perfect story for this podcast because this podcast is all about People trying to discover who they are meant to be and trying to follow that path that feels in alignment, just like you did, my friend. So how can people find you? Like in Instagram? You can find me on Instagram, Susan M. Love, Susana Merida Calcina. Yeah, because I think love is medicine. So my name is Susan M. Love. Go on Instagram. I post my stories. I post every day. If I'm doing something or you can reach me to them, to DM, right? And Facebook is another Susan M. Love, Lincoln. Like I said, I'm having fun. I don't have cards. Mm -hmm. I don't have a web page yet. I'm working on that that. because one of the things of this transformation is you have to be patient and go steps. You don't have to skip steps or jump steps. Yeah. So, but yeah, but definitely by Instagram, Reach me there. I teach Saturday mornings at Yoga on the Brazos. That's in Richmond. I also super honored to teach 
two days, Mondays and Thursdays at the gym in any nice. kind of fitness is in the fry here in Katy, which is very good because it's another environment. It's not just a, a yoga studio, which is different. And I love to see people that go to the gym to make muscles, but they're finding her body, mind, and soul, spirit Aww. in my class. That is there. so nice. And also you can find me in my little space here, yoga space for private yoga sessions. I, I also has been doing lately a special birthday parties or bachelor parties that like you can do. Okay, you want to celebrate your birthday. And I do, I bring the whole experience. I transfer my whole things and I create 90 minutes to your experience in your home. And we do some yoga classes. You gather with your friends, family, and we do some yoga. Okay. And if you want any private sessions, because you're new in yoga, I can offer private sessions, which has contact me by DM. It's a little space that I have. It's not a studio. It's in my home. So I'm very protective of my space. But I think that everyone is looking peace inside. It's going to be welcome here in my Aww. little space, which is there. I have this, which is the wall. This is very a restorative type of yoga that you can find with me. And we will do poses on the mat and then we will do poses on the wall. And it's very for lengthening, for back injuries. It's amazing. If you go to my Instagram, you can see a little. I know. I love your about. stories. I love your content. <laughs> and she's in Houston, Texas, because we have an international way, way of listening. Yes, I'm at Houston, Houston Texas. Texas. Usually I work sometimes with corporates as well that they hire me and I go like kind of lunchtime two times or one times in the week or one each week. And I go there and we do like a chair yoga or gentle yoga because it's not just the pose. It's just to calm your mind. Exactly. And that's, that's cool. a little thing that I'm doing. And hopefully in a couple of years, I want to be bigger. I want to expand this yoga of light. Um, and I hope everyone please can reach me if you are new in yoga and, and I can be a guide and walk you by hand by hand with experience, you will feel a lot better. I can guarantee you, like your body will thank you for that. For doing I that. love And that. also before I leave, I would like to show, these are my number one books that I would like to share. So people can start like this one, for example, this is a very good book from yoga. If you want to start just reading something, Yamas and Yamas. Any Yamas. That's the book she's holding. Yeah. This one is a very highly recommended book that you can start going into the middle of the yoga thing. And then it's simple. It's a very nice book. I love it. The Four, the four agreements. agreements are fave. This is because I love the stones, crystal, energy, all, love it. you know, all the crystal directory. Yeah. The power, oh, the of, power now. of now. That's one of my favorites. The power of now from my cartel. And this one is whatever you go, you are is for learning how to meditate. Oh, this is nice. a very good. I heard of that. So I have tons of book. The artist way from by Cameron. So read the artist I way. Think... I've heard of it, but I haven't read it yet. That's awesome, my friend. You are like me. I have tons of books. I love them. I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> and I oh, said also. Write down your dreams, yeah. manifest your dreams, but be specific. <laughs> Write down what you want, how you want it, when you want it, and put all the colors, all the details, all the details. Be specific. And I'm sure it's just because it comes from, you have to believe, 
the universe will send, but you have to be specific. If we don't believe and we don't trust and we don't write down what is what we want, nothing is going to happen. Thank you so much, Susana, for this amazing interview. I'm so happy we got Thank to connect you. and I cannot wait until this airs. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, Janet. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so honored. I would like to end with a little meditation, very quick meditation. Yeah, let's do it. I love meditation. So let's sit. If you're sitting, place your feet just resting over the floor. Hands over your knees. Sit proud and tall. Your yoke parallel to the floor. Close your eyes. Shoulders away from your ears. And feel the air coming to your nose. Take a big inhale. And then you exhale, release. Notice your chest rise. Notice your ribcage expand. And slowly, slowly, start visualizing this beautiful golden light coming from the crown of your head and all the way down to your tailbone. Find your stillness. One more breath, take a big inhale. We're going to come to four. Inhaling, come to four. Hold it, come to three. Create a mantra, a word. And then you exhale, come to six. One more breath. Inhaling, come to four. Hold it, come to three. And then you exhale, come to sit. Place both hands in your chest, Anjanina Mudra. Feel your heartbeat. And allow this moment to be your space, your safest space. Bow while you're to your chest. The light in me sees the light in you. Namaste. Namaste, my friend. That was so relaxing. All I needed. (laughs) Thank you so much, Susana. You're such a beautiful soul and I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful. Thank you. I'm humble, honored to hope we can make this friendship that starts today and grow more. I love it. Thank you for everyone tuning into this amazing episode. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening at With Clarity and Purpose. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Sharing is caring. Please share with your friends and family so we can continue building an empowered community together. I'll see you next week.